Afternoon. Hello, everybody. My name is Dylan, and I'm Zach, and we are some nobodies. And this is Talking Upstream. Talking, True. Talking Upstream is a 90-minute writers' room in which Zach and I each bring an idea to the table. We use the whiteboard behind Zach, and we develop that idea into something that we can probably produce or pitch to someone later. Yeah, the reason we call it Talking Upstream is because what we're trying to do is talk our way up to a streaming service, whether that's Hulu, Netflix. Dylan's favorite Quibi, oh. um, whichever, whichever one really we can get onto, that's the point. Uh, so we are some nobodies. We are content mm -hmm. creators. You can go to somenobodies.com and see all the stuff that we're doing. Um, and what we're trying to do is just help people, like Dylan said, just learn how to get an idea from just basic idea of like, hey, this is kind of cool, all the mm -hmm. way down to, okay, let's start storyboarding this out. Yeah. Um, so you doing, Zach? I'm great. Yeah? Yeah, I'm Good. actually very great. All right. Now, the fires here are a little troublesome. It's a little... Yeah, it's not fun being outside, and no. we're not supposed to be inside, yeah. so we're got a, kind of a catch-22 situation it right is here in Colorado. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. But not, how are you? Uh, I'm tired. I'm yeah. really tired of not being picked up by a streaming service, which is what we're here to fix. Yeah, I know. I saw all of your tweets to Quibi, yeah, and uh, they're going unanswered. I know. They're just leaving me on red. It's <laughs> awful. You can do that on Twitter? Uh, they're doing it somehow. God. Maybe they got the clout. I love Quibi. Maybe you should push for the Peacock. That's that NBC. NBC? Yeah. Aim high. I like it. Yeah, whatever. We need All something. right. All right, cool. So if you were here last week, then you remember that, um, what what story did you bring last week? So I brought a story that we wound up calling Trap Fruit. It's yeah. about a plant which can grow plant-based meat. I am laughing at something that's occurred off screen. Yeah, we had great. We, we had a, a busy studio here. We had today. a wild uh, studio uh, issue right now. Sorry so about that. we're talking about this because at the start of every show, um, we like to present a skit, which is based off of the story that we developed in the previous week. This way, you can see kind of how an idea can be taken across time into an actual script and then presented as a workable presentation. Yeah, yeah. So what we do is once we create the idea, which was last Sunday, you saw the creation of that, all the way down to our version of a completion. And for the last week, Dylan took some time and wrote out a script of a scene. Uh, I made a logo for it. We started actually putting things in process. We took that script and actually had our actors act it out, and we're developing that out too. So if you follow us on podcasts or on Instagram or anything, you'll see the progression of how that's going. And you're about to see a skit right now, right? Yeah. Is that cool? Why not? Let's All start right, it. Right on. So we're going to bring in a couple actors of the Some, Some Nobody's cast. Uh, we have Suzanne Grimmer and uh, obviously Mr. Harrison Webb, who's, oh, yeah. you know, everyone's big fan. Um, and man of quality. Yes. And if we could just scoot in, uh, we're doing a little bit of uh, camera rework, so yes. soon we'll have all this figured out. There may be some unexpected guests later. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. That's true. The real world often intrudes and you just have to roll with the punches. Yeah, but I hope not. Um, but Dylan, too. do you want to introduce this scene? Sure. So this is the one of these scenes from Trap Fruit. Uh, this is when the character, so from the basic story, Phil is a young man who works at a greenhouse. Hilda is a sister who also works at a greenhouse. One day they come across a plant that seems to be producing fruit, which texturally, taste-wise, physically, 
is kind of equivalent to ground beef. Um, so this is them presenting that to a local news station in an attempt to capitalize on that discovery. Um, let's see. Suzanne will be reading for Hilda. Harrison will be reading for Phil. No. No. Kirby. Kirby. Kirby Keys. Kirby, Kirby Keys. Keys. Zach will be reading for Kirby Manson, and I will be reading for Phil. And the set instructions and producer off screen. Yes. Yes. All right. So we will begin. Fade in. Interior. Newsroom. Stage. Morning. Phil and Hilda stand on their marks behind a mobile counter. It's before the news airs and the lights are low. The trap fruit sits in its pot on a counter. A plate of trap fruit sandwiches sits nearby. Phil bounces nervously. The production crew goes about their business. Hey. Hey. Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, you know, nervous. Hey, listen. You need to be here. This is our break. It's all uphill from here. I... Are you sure that thing is going to draw that much attention? Are you kidding? Have you seen that thing? It's horrific. A real affront to God and nature. The Kirby's will love it. I don't know. Hey, I need you to listen. This is our break. You know V's been getting bored. You know she needs a big life. She deserves the best because she is the best. I love her. She's the light of my life and I can't lose her because you're too scared to go on Kirby and Kirby. Then why don't you propose to her? The plan's been filed away for years. I've held off because you're my brother. But I'm warning you, if you mess this up and I have to take a side, I won't hesitate to throw you under the figurative bus. And if you hurt V, it'll be a literal one. Alright, jeez. Point taken. A pair of news personalities stride across the stage. Kirby Keys and Kirby Manson, the faces of News 65's Kirby and Kirby in the Morning. They're quaffed and generic with dazzling smiles and empty eyes. Ah, you must be the plant siblings. It's great to meet you. Great to meet you. So, we're just about to go on air and we wanted to let you know what the plan is. We're big fans. Huge fans. Once the cameras start rolling, we'll do a little intro, get into a little banter. I'm sure you've seen the show. Love it. You are everything I aspire to. And we'll be a little ramped up to introduce you and then you can speak your piece. Yeah, just speak your piece. We're here to highlight you, of course. We'll cut you in with some questions or, you know, some right ribbings or this is for you, too. Great. So, I was... We'll be ready. Hideous little thing! Kirby Keys and Kirby Manson go to their early morning armchairs. The production crew readies for broadcast. All right, we're a go in five, <coughs> four, three, two, one. Channel 65 intro plays, announcing Kirby and Kirby in the morning. Good morning, West of Mine. I'm Kirby. And I'm Kirby. And this is Kirby and Kirby in the morning. And let me tell you, Kirby, Please? what a morning we have in store for the folks at home. That's right, Kirby. Now, you know that we like to occasionally browse Instagram, keep a finger on the pulse of what's trending with the kids, and you know how I like to watch my weight, though sometimes <laughs> I don't like to watch it too closely. That's right, Kirby. Now, I should tell you, Kirby does, as the kids say, always be gramming. And we did find something pretty cool while looking through your suggestions. And our guest today worked for the Hamsterton Greenhouse right here in West Des Moines. Let's see what they brought today. That's right, Kirby. Please welcome Philip and Hilda Smith, employees of Hamsterton Greenhouse right here in West Des Moines. Hi, um, thanks, but it's actually Hammerson. Uh, good morning, Kirby and Kirby. We're glad to be here. Great, great. Now, Phil and Hilda, Philda, if you don't mind, go ahead and tell us about yourselves, Hamsterton Greenhouse, and what you brought for us today. 
Uh, Alright, so we work for Hammer Sun Greenhouse here in West Des Moines, and I was there at work one day, I do the social media management for the business, and we got this plant drop off by someone anonymous, and, well... Yes, we're the only producers and purveyors of this new trap fruit. Delicious and nutritious, trap fruit is a 100% natural-based protein which is produced naturally and in-house. <laughs> Plant-based protein? You mean, like, tofu? Uh, that's right, Kirby. Uh, so we actually brought in some trap fruit samples here. Everyone takes a slider, the Kirby's look skeptical. Now, this has been sliced and sautéed with just a little bit of salt and pepper. They take bites. Reception is positive. Mm. These rivals are so soft. So exotic. So you can see, the taste and texture is virtually indistinguishable virtually indistinguishable from beef. It can be ground, sliced, diced, cubed, shredded. The options are limitless. It's really versatile. Well, it tastes great. And why don't you tell folks where you can buy it? Phil and Hilda eye each other, catching on to the opportunity. Hammerson Greenhouse is the only place producing. Our propagation station is already filled to capacity. And our cafe is open for business. And our supply right now is pretty limited, so the Hammerson Cafe is open until supplies run out for the day. Well, I have to say, well, I'm pretty convinced. I'm pretty convinced! Tell the folks at home where you can find these again. Um, Hamsterton, you said? Yeah, so we're from Hammerson Greenhouse. Hamsterton. Lo yes, Hammerson, located on County Line Road in West Des Moines. We are the sole providers of this new plant-based protein, and we hope to see you there. The music swells, Phil and Hill to shoot each other looks which say from here on out, it's easy street. Alright, well read. Yeah, good yeah. job. Yeah, thank, thank you guys. Thank, thank you guys very thank much. Thank you, you for putting up with this. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Thank you guys. You can go do whatever it is you want to go do now. Yeah. I appreciate your time. Armageddon. That was sorry. That was Harrison Webb and Suzanne Grimmer, two of our great actors with Fantastic. our Some Nobody's crew. Uh, if you listen to any of our podcasts, watch any of our stuff. You'll most likely hear their voices on absolutely everything yeah, we do. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but that Find was it. reliable people. Hey, good writing. Hey, thank you. That was a that cool was skit. I like doing I like doing tongue in cheek, like ironic news scenes. Yeah, I thought I was going to be hit, uh, Phil until we started, and then I. I, was I like, thought you were. Too. I know. I was really, I was really pushed to. <laughs> like, read the parts out. I was I was pushed for the newscaster after after right. seeing Harrison play it this week. Oh, yeah. so that was really interesting. Um, all right, do you want to get on with this week? I think we're good, yeah. Do you want to explain what the next step in the show is? Yeah. Okay, so what we do here is this is where uh, the big focus of the show is. Every week, what Dylan and I do is we uh, prance around Colorado or do whatever it is that we're doing. Um, you and <laughs> Yeah, you definitely <laughs> prance. And we come up with some ideas, and we kind of sit on to them, and we hang on to them for a little bit, and then we wait until Sunday, and then we bring them to each other, which is our normal meeting time. Mm -hmm. But now we're doing it like this. So we're going to bring two ideas to the table, and then we're going to discuss which one is going to be fleshed out yep. and worked all the way through. All right. Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I can go first today. Okay. Um, I went back to the well a little bit this week. Yeah. We did a, we did a magic -y ghost story two weeks ago, Meaner Kind of Magic, Yeah. where right. the teacher dies and the students put the wrong ghost in. I went back to like ghost swapping. Okay. The idea of ghosts acting like hermit crabs, where they kind of inhabit whatever body's open at a time. Yeah. Works. And, like, if a ghost wanted to, like, restart, what if they were there at, like, when a baby was born? Not that they, like, kick the baby's ghost out, but they, like, merge and, like, they, they get back into life by going back to a baby. So they inhabit a baby. 
They don't. They didn't have. Uh, yeah, maybe right along. I don't know that I wanted to be like like replacing something. So we're pretty much going over some sort of ghost reincarnation. Yeah, you can say ghost baby. Uh, I guess I'm gonna have. I don't to. know. Right. No, I'm into that. Yeah. Ghost baby. It sounds like the name of an '80s like Carly Simon song. Yeah, or some obscure movie that Johnny Depp was in. Nobody yeah. knows. Um, okay, so last week I brought up boring manslaughter. Sure. And I really like to go through that with yeah, you. Yeah, all right. I think the idea is that he kills somebody accidentally, okay. and then he just breaks. So really it's the idea of a person going from boring mundanity all the way down to just sheer... Yeah. Crazy, insane. All right. So I'm gonna repitch boring manslaughter. Doesn't sound so boring anymore, but I guess if a boring man commits it, well, he's a boring man who's yeah. committing right. slaughter. He's not laughing about it though. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So it's not Joker. No. Cool. No. no. All right. Um, so this part of the segment is usually where we'd have a guest on, and we would have that guest kind of decide for us. Um, we don't want Harrison to get too far ahead of everybody else. No, we've been putting a lot on Harrison. We have a lot of shows coming out. We have the Meaner Kind of Magic. We have Super Empowered, which is from episode one. There We're we working go. on Trap Fruit okay. now. Uh, we also forced him to watch Lovecraft Country, which is our new favorite show. We didn't force him to do anything. We suggested it. And we suggested it. He had already done it. It's so fine. Yeah, it was easy. Um, okay, but this week what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to let Dylan decide. I think I decided last time we didn't have a guest. And yeah. uh, because I've already brought this one, it's only fair to let you decide to see which one you want to go with. I, uh, I'm i going to say right now I want to do Boring Manslaughter. Oh. Because I we've done four... This is our fourth episode? This is our fourth episode. This is our fourth this is our episode. fourth episode. Jeez. We've been doing this for like six hours. That's a, well, a month. It's spread out over a month, but regardless. Oh, because not, yeah, true. Yeah. No, Six we, hours of just this is actually This is actually all pre-recorded. We recorded it in one afternoon. You know, and we, we decided <laughs> to leave this, this part in. Um, <laughs> no, uh, let's do Boring Manslaughter because for the pe first three episodes we did, like, speculative fiction. We did sci-fi, magic, yeah. superheroes. Let's. You didn't have anything supernatural pen for this. No. no let's this do something that's just set in reality. Very grounded. Let's just do something that's really grounded. I love it. Uh, let's, let's give ourselves, not limitations, but, like, let's give ourselves a very... Found a box to work in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. All right, like so we're that. doing boring manslaughter this week. All right, so... Not us. We're writing about it. <laughs> we're gonna, uh, we will explore it. That's the perils of being a writer is that your Google search history is incriminating. That's true. And I'm laying that evidence out right now, so it's an alibi. Yeah, which is why on the other camera you can't really see what Dylan's Googling currently because... You're not gonna like it. It's a bunch of clown nope, stuff. I don't. I don't have a screen share on. <laughs> okay, so boring manslaughter. The way that I see this basic story sure. is there is a guy who is uh, he almost does not exist. There is uh, something that happens which makes him step out of his normal life, and then through that thing, a murder is caused, and then how he reacts to it, and then what drives him sheer down into insanity. Okay. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so all that I really have so far yeah. is boring man, murder, something in the middle that's like a, a, a push. Okay. So we definitely know that we have a, a main character. Main character, yeah. MC1. Yeah, MC1. Main character <coughs> one, <coughs> who is... Boring. He's the boring man. It's the, store, it's the, the, sure. the star of the show. So okay. they are boring. Something happens. Yeah. And then they commit murder. Sure. 
Who's um, the victim? Good question. We're going to need a victim. You can't have a murder. No, it's not an it's not an asymmetrical thing. You can't just takes two to tango. It, wait, is that is, is that a critique of I'm, my spelling? No. No. Is victim with an E or I? No, you got it right. You're the writer. Yeah. Don't do this to I'm me. I'm not. <laughs> uh, the fracture begins. If Mark Lee's out there, please let me know if this is how you spell this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, calling on the members of the audience. You're using all your lifelines. Okay, so we have our main character one, and we have <laughs> our victim. And we also know the start of the, uh, the timeline. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Very close to it, which is the... Oh, yeah. No, a that's big, good. A, a big event. Which, in this case, is probably... Do we want the murder to be that soon? How, mur much, how much of this is the lead-up, and how much of this is the kind of consequence? Uh, lead-up is very, very short. I, I think, think that the point is watching him... <laughs> watching our main character suffer. Okay. And for the record, we always use male pronouns, and I apologize for that. It's just kind of how my brain normally works. I I am I identify as a male. I know you do. I know. I'm. I'm you tell me all the time. Home. Oh, okay. Well, now you got that. But <laughs> uh, but no, I would say that the the big event is the start of the, of the thing, which pushes him pushes them out of their normal mm -hmm. routine. And I would say the murder happens very early okay. on. Cool. I think watching this person deal with it should be the majority. Sure. So. Murders down here. All right, what makes this guy boring? Does he is he an office drone? I would say that he probably has a very boring job. Yeah, something that most people would scoff at. You know, like uh, retail, like some sort of retail. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah, we can relate to that. Yeah, retail manager. I like that a lot. Oh, he's management. I, I, that's fine. I, yeah, I just—I just, I I, I feel. Like that. I feel for. <laughs> I feel for some reason if this person is say like thirty or forty, yeah. and you're like, "What do you do?" And you go, "Oh, I'm a I'm a manager of dicks," and you're like, "Okay, all right." Uh, dicks is a relatively large store. Yeah, well, that's true. But like, I don't know why I'm defending him already. <laughs> yeah, no retail manager. Why not? Yeah, I think I think that that should work out. It gives him a reason to be disaffected. For sure. Um, and so, okay, Dix is actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, because let's just say that, that this person does work at a sporting goods store. Yeah. This, that could actually be a very cool tie-in to the murder because, I mean, a sporting goods store, is, there's a lot of stuff in there you it's can not, kill somebody with. That's true. It's not just hot. Well, even hockey sticks can be, if you use it right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that could maybe tie into it somehow. So yeah, let's okay. work on that. Um, okay, so we have our main... Cool. Does he have any family or significant others? The main no. character? No? I would say that he's got parents that are not close. We have a phone call early on or something? Sure. How are you visualizing this? Are we starting to get an image on what we're doing with this yet? I think because a lot of this is possibly internal struggle or dealing with it, and yeah. he is alone. I think a visual medium of some sort. We've been using a lot of like, you see him, you see him. Yeah, I feel like that's probably the best way to go about this. Yeah. Whatever length it winds up being. So I, I, I almost like this to be kind of a, almost like a movie or a short we're film. Doing, we're doing a feature? I think so. We, yeah, we might as well. 90 minute feature. We might as well. All right, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, let's shoot, let's shoot for a 90 minute. I let's, like it. let's see how that works out. Cool. So he is. I don't think we've done one of those before. No. Not here. Two podcasts? And a short film. That's true. So far, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, let's see. 
So we're going to say this is a 90 minute feature. Now, we said this before, but one of the reasons that we like understanding the medium that we're going for, or at least the possibility of a medium, is because it really jars your imagination. It really gets a lot of things moving. It gives you an idea of the timeline of the story that you're trying to tell. It'll give you a couple of visual things. It'll give you some different cues. If you're thinking about watching, say you're watching a cinematic film and transitions are different than if you're listening to an audio yeah. format. It lets you it puts you in a production mindset early on and you can kind of shepherd your thoughts into not necessarily what's attainable, because if we were focused on what's attainable, we would only do audio drama stuff. True. <laughs> but it lets you focus on things that work like you said, things that work best in that medium. Yeah. So I completely agree. Now we can start if we have any ideas for scenes or specific shots, we can frame it, you know, we see a wide shot of like the storefront, and he is outside by himself smoking a cigarette or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, something. Yeah, um, it and lets also, you tonally set things up. Yeah, and then also once you start figuring out what the direction is, like we know that this is a 90-minute feature. So now we know that if we're doing a three-arc structure, which is one thing that is an easy way to rely on, um, you're looking at a 30-minute roughly segments within those arcs. Mm -hmm. Then you could break those down into 10 minutes within each one. And that's a way that sure. uh, Dylan likes to write stories. <laughs> um yeah. Use the tool. Use tools that work, and it works for me. Yeah, that's true. So, so characters. Uh, characters. He has no family present. No. We have a. We maybe have a phone call or something. I think that he. I think that he's. He has parents, and I think that uh, an easy way to to write that in mm -hmm. would be to make this big event say a birthday. If it's a birthday, okay. Then you're getting a lot of. He murders someone on his birthday. Yeah. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I think that's cool. Okay, I, I think that's interesting to you too. Ooh, yeah. So now we know. I, <clears throat> my birthday's coming up. Do you like that? Because I think with a quick conversation between parents on yeah. a, a, a distant, mm -hmm. you know, child, like mm -hmm. that's going to give you some storyline. Oh yeah. So let's just say that this is a birthday. Yeah. It opens on his birthday. Yep. And you got to go to work. Ugh. Well, let's say he has off his birthday. Okay. Because. That's just a, a. I didn't think about him murdering somebody on his on, on oh, birthday, which oh, is very good. Okay. No, I like that a lot, and that, that's we'll, a really. We'll file that away for a different. No, day. I like that. Let's push that because oh, I think okay. that's interesting. So he has off on his birthday. So and if he needs a, a push, let's say because of the conversation he has with his mm -hmm. parents, I should probably write this up there. So I think because of the conversation with his parents, he goes off and does something that he would not normally do. Okay. Okay, so he's boring, so he's going to go be adventurous in some way? Let's just say that he's like 30, 35, sure. 40, and, he, and it, he's, it's washing over him that he's lived kind of a boring life so far. Okay. So he wants to go and do something. All right, let's make this person a man, just yeah. because I think that there's interesting things that we can talk about with it sure. being a man, too. Uh, like, you know, the underlying toxic masculinity mm -hmm. that all men are, you know, live with. Yeah. So let's just say that if, because he feels so upset that he hasn't done anything to he work at a sporting goods store so he's got that maybe he's like looking at the rifles or something and he's like yeah i'm turning 35 this year and i'm gonna go bag me a deer yeah and then someone is like have you ever been hunting he goes not yet uh, yeah it's like maybe don't start with a gun maybe start with a crossbow or something I think that's interesting. Are, yeah, because I think like it's cooler it, than a gun. Well, it, yeah, a it is cooler <laughs> than a gun. Uh, uh, B it's, it's, it's a better. Prop. It's more manageable. I think it's easier to buy. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and then you think about okay, let's just say that he does murder somebody with a gun. 
that's just a shot, and that's whatever. Oh, yeah. You murder somebody with a crossbow, like it's not that's pretty. gonna. I, I I'm voting. I've seen Game of Thrones. I'm, <laughs> I'm voting murder with crossbow. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I will second that motion. Oh, good. All right. So we're gonna do. Uh, so that means okay. So okay, the murder. So okay. <laughs> So he kills someone with a crossbow. Where is he out? He's doing hunting. He's hunting. Play? He's hunting. I think it we're just gonna. Let's just set this in like Colorado or Wyoming or something. Yeah. Or here. Or Maryland. Or Mar did Maryland have hunting places? Oh God, yeah. I figured Her Maryland was just like urbanization. No, Maryland. No? Maryland has a lot of just it's not mega city. No. Oh, like Baltimore right. is pretty big. I guess. All right. Uh, but most of Maryland is swampy yeah. and Ooh. green. And deer hunting is like a very big deal let's there. Let's set it in Maryland. Yeah, let's do Maryland. So, and, I, and I'm from there, so I sure you know you know yeah. what you're talking about. Let's do Maryland I, yeah. then. So I like okay. So he, let's also humiliate him for a little bit too. Okay. So we show him at work. We sh the day before his birthday. No, let's show him on his birthday. Okay. Shopping for this. He's doing his shopping. He goes into. He doesn't work on his birthday, but he goes into shopping. Yeah, because yes. because right. I think yeah. because of the conversation he has with his parents, that okay. pushes him to go. Oh, but he doesn't want to spend too much money. He's be, okay. So he, he wants an employee. It into so it. he wants an employee discounts. All right. Yeah. Hey, how much are how much is crossbow? Like two hundred bucks. Three bucks. Employee discount of even ten percent. That's not bad. See, and if you buy like a gun, who knows what they are? I have no idea what they they're cost. probably cheaper. Knowing. America. Whatever. All right, let's skip out of there. So we know that on his birthday, because of... Okay, so he talks to his parents. He's like, I'm going to go hunting. He buys a crossbow. Yeah. At work. Uh, they give him a hard time at work, or we see that none of his employees really like him. He's the manager that's like... Is he a pushover? He's... Is this a little bit... He just... Yeah, he, he, he just... He's just... He just is. He just is. He just dot, is. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Cool. He just is. Uh, so we've got like, at least one coworker can ring May him up on register. And maybe like, even the people at work don't know it's his birthday. Maybe he has one. Oh, does he God. share a birthday with another employee and he walks in and they're singing a happy birthday to them? Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I was also thinking, you know, if you ever work in a place where they give like one birthday card and then because the employees don't like the one employee that much, they just sign that one card instead of giving, you know what I mean? Like, they have the one card for all employees to sign. You've been given birthday cards on your birthday? I have been told somebody signed okay. a card for me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and then you never got it? <laughs> no, no. I've received, I've received birthday cards before. Um, no, but what I was thinking was, say, like, he he goes in to get the stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah, we have a card for you. And then that's when you see people sort of, like, signing it real fast. Oh, sure, yeah. And when he gets yes. it, it's wet. Yeah. But I also like the idea of it being somebody else's birthday. Yeah. Not even that day. That's the day they're celebrating it. Ooh. That's even worse. Man. Um, okay, so we know that the murder's here. And uh, we know that that's so he's he's buying his stuff for his hunting. I don't know a lot about hunting licenses, so we would need to do a little, a little bit, bit of research. research. <laughs> so presumably, maybe he doesn't either. Yeah, but I think you can get a hunting license the same day. I have no idea. Let's just say that yeah, you can. Let's say in the world of this movie, that's a thing. Because he's not using guns, you're allowed to kill things the same day. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll we'll make sure we do the research oh, on yeah. that. So anyway, so now he's out. And he's hunting, okay. and he's talking to himself, okay. and he's doing his thing, and he wants to kill a deer. Sure. Want to do a manly thing. Russell in the bushes? Yeah. And so, then it turns out it's Russell in the bushes? <laughs> I, <laughs> it counts. Uh, I set myself up. I can't. Now, here's where we're going to have a problem shooting this, because I think that the scene that you're going to need to see here is him very close to deer. Okay. But not. 
Okay. Like shoot. Yeah. Go. No. Go ahead. Like shooting at deer, having deer in his sights. Oh. Okay. And just barely missing it. Sure. And then maybe he's stalking the same he's deer. He's starting to get frustrated. He's starting to get frustrated, but he's going after the same deer. Sure. And then he sees this deer, and he's got it in his sights, and then last minute the deer, like, jumps, right? Okay. And the arrow goes... I don't know. I, he misses the deer. Maybe he thinks that he hit the deer. So, oh, keep going. Well, okay, so I guess the way that I just started seeing it yeah. uh, is he's kind of getting frustrated with this thing and then he's like tracing it, tracing it and then like the deer goes right behind like some bushes and he just shoots into the oh, bushes sure. yeah. because he's an idiot and yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. Thud. Cool. He's like, cool, I got a deer, right? Yeah. Deer killer. Question mark. As he walks over to this thing, that's when it's a reveal that it's a human. Cool. Yeah. Is the human wearing a hunting vest? Of course. Okay. Yeah, so this dude is... Yeah, he is so in the wrong. <sighs> this person has like... That is... Yeah. Like a, that's like the worst possible. They have like a hunting vest. Okay, they have like cool. their license out. They, they have all the right <laughs> stuff. Does he hide the body? I don't know yet. Okay. But I think that there needs to be something about the person that he kills... That is like devastating. That makes it worse than the fact that he just killed someone. Yeah. I think... family. Because I... Uh, love it. Yeah. I gotta figure out a way to show that though, because um, I think that if he were like out and did that, oh, he yeah. might he might dip. Okay. But if there were a reason. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. You. I. Re- you, last week you said you wanted this to be like, it sticks with him as opposed to him just trying to run from a. Right. I don't think it should be so okay. much that he like kills somebody and gets. I think the more is he's going to get away with it if yeah. he wanted to, but he's mentally suffering. Yeah. With it. Okay. So what if like um. So I, at some point, maybe as he's it, so okay, the the man's not dead. He is dying. He is dying, Oof. and it is graphic. Yeah. So it's got like the yep. neck or the Literally. eye God. or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, oh, the I'm in. Yeah. So it's got to be. So that way, maybe our 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 main character gets a little closer to the body, and that's how oh. somehow we can reveal either one of those things. Were like. I don't want to do something cliche like, as the guy's dying, he pulls out a picture. What's that? He puts his hand up on. Oh. <laughs> he does the fin. He does the fin. Oh, force just, awakens with the just the blood on his face. And uh, <laughs> you know, every time I see that, I always see Nicolas Cage in Face Off doing that. Yeah. And it's always been like waterfall. <laughs> um. So I think. Hmm. What, what do you got? Give a quick intro. Oh, yeah. For those of you paying attention. Wait, everybody's paying attention. For you, those of you who are just tuning in. Man, I'll get it one of these days. We are some nobodies. My name is Dylan. This is Zach at the whiteboard. The whiteboard is what we're using here in our 90-minute writer's room to develop one of those two ideas at the top. We chose boring manslaughter to develop into a pitchable, producible, potentially idea. Something that we will have a firmer ground on which to build later. Yeah, we're not really sure exactly where this story is going just yet. But we never do. No. <laughs> but so far, what we have is we have Boring Man Slaughter, which is just a, a, a base title for it. We kind of figured that the best way to show this is in a 90-minute feature format, just because of the elements that we're going to use, a little bit of the tension that we're going to kind of try to throw into it. Um, we do have only two characters so far, just our main character, yeah. one, who I think is a man, yeah. and it is his birthday. We found out that this is... The story takes place on this main character's birthday. They have a weird conversation with their parents, which pushes them into, 
I guess the world of I want to do something bigger, I want to do something better, or I guess at least more manly. Mm -hmm. Who knows? We'll get there soon. So he buys a crossbow at his own place where he gets humiliated on his own birthday, which I think is very funny. Good touch. And he goes out and he's hunting for deer in Maryland. Yeah. I like Maryland. Can you deer hunt on Sunday in Maryland? Is Google autocomplete result? Well, that's only because on Sunday in Maryland... Up until recently, you could not buy alcohol. So they expect you to buy alcohol to hunt deer? No. Oh. I think I'm it's the other way around. They expect you to hunt deer with alcohol? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Maryland's a, a very bad place. Yeah. Some of it. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so. So, yes, we're developing this <coughs> idea, and this is kind of the rundown of what we've come up with so far. Yeah. And hello, Mark. Welcome. Yes. Um... Alright, so now we know we have our main character and we have our victim. And we do know now that our victim needs to be... Mark uh, is suggesting that he calls a timeout. And all I can think of is Saved by the Bell. He's calling a he timeout? Zach Morris timeout? Yeah. No, Ethan. Or, uh, Ethan. Ethan? Do we know Ethan? I don't know an Ethan. I don't know an Ethan. Hmm. I grew up, there's an Ethan in my church. Yeah, there's Ethans in all, every churches. You think so? Mm-hmm. Oh, alright, whatever. <laughs> wait, wait, the show's called Timeout? I don't think that works. I don't like that. What did Mark say? <laughs> he said, how about he calls timeout with a capital T? As if he thinks it will stop the slaughter. We're, we're staying away from supernatural stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, Hi, I'm Mark. Not, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Causing trouble as it's, always. It's going to be an emotional timeout. Yeah. Um, so we know that the victim is a family person. And it's it's a bad it's a bad murder. And I, like, you know... Oh, yeah. Gruesome. But it's, in the scope of murders, it's worse. How do you spell gruesome? Uh, swap the U and the E. <sighs> See, honestly, Grisp. that's why we got a whiteboard, Grisp. is so that we could, so I could constantly just rewrite words. All right, so it's a gruesome murder. Only because, and, and we're not really into uh, this kind of stuff per se, but I think that to push the emotional strain on the main character, it needs to be the kind of thing that really resonates with him and something that's really going to sink in. So, it is a crossbow murder, I'm going to say, like, to the neck or yeah. face or something. Yeah. Something where, yeah, whatever. Um, I don't know exactly how to get in that the family... <coughs> you said you don't want him to have a picture? I don't want it to be something as generic as he pulls a picture out of his pocket, like while he's sitting there on the ground yeah, dying, he's just like Check yeah. This out. You know, that's one of like one of my least favorite movie yeah. tropes is like when somebody's dying, the thing that they need for the <coughs> emotional impact is available. So, I, what if like um, I don't know, what if like he he's like has a like a, he's getting a phone call or something, or that says like. Whatever her name is with a heart. Yeah, next like to it. wife. Very you know, clear. wifey or uh, wifey. Oh, do so people have wifey in their phone? Do do people put their wife in not under her name? I don't know. I don't. That feels really. I don't yeah. Know. So okay. So it just says Jessica. Hello, wife. Well, I mean, but but if you have it, <laughs> it is our husband. Hello, it I'm doing me. grocery yes. shopping. Uh, but how whatever her name is, that shows up on screen with a, a, an indicator. Maybe their her like contact picture is like them like face to like holding a baby holding each other. They've got a baby in it. Holding a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, this man. is just gonna be punch after punch. Yeah. This is great. Okay, so um, maybe as uh, Arrow person is laying there, uh, whatever, phone's ringing. Yeah. Maybe how does how does the character how does he 
How does Boring Man answer the phone? Or does he not answer? I don't think he answers. I think that he nervously pulls it out because he's freaking out. And that's when he sees that there's a baby Mm -hmm. on there. Um, And I like that. Now, my question is to you, Mm -hmm. what do you think someone would do if they were a very boring person and they just murdered a father of a family? What uh, what would I do in this situation? Yeah, if you were the only boring, if you were the no, I'm, I'm <laughs> I know no. Of uh, the two of us, you are the more b- b- boring one, though. Uh, mm, I'm not gonna argue that. Um, <laughs> if I was in this situation, find a. Rav- this is Maryland. Does Maryland have ravines? You said you said it's swampy. Could you like toss the body in like, oh, a yeah. swamp? Oh yeah, I mean that's the Appalachian Mountains over there. You can you can lose anything oh, yeah. anywhere in, yeah, that's in Maryland. True. Yeah, got Appalachian. The area. Chesapeake. It's it's pretty. Does he bad. try to hide the body somewhere, or is he far enough out that he just kind of leaves? And I hopes think he doesn't I leave think that he's far he, enough out that he doesn't need to. He per gets se. The, he the bolt out of his neck. Yeah, want to leave that trace. He takes that, and that's just a little bit more emotional baggage. And then that's also something that can come back later. Maybe he stashes it poorly or something. Yeah. Do you think he takes anything off of it? Does he take the phone with him? I think that he... Maybe he doesn't believe that that's, like, the, a wife and child. Okay. So maybe he... Because, you know, like, I think when you go hunting, you have, like, your information out here. I like, do know that... Your hunting I, license? I do know that I have pictures of myself with people and babies, and I'm not romantically affiliated with them. So it's not a far-fetched thing, like, maybe this isn't... I, Wait, I, was, you being, to, I was being 100% sarcastic. I, oh. If I saw that picture on some dude's phone where it was him, yeah. and a woman, and a baby, and her name, I would be, this is his wife. Okay, fair. At a minimum, this is his sister and, like, niece. That's or fair. nephew. All right, now, now we're going to go back into the realm of fictional storytelling. Sure. <laughs> and what is our main character going to do? He... I'm going to say they're not going to be very happy with the fact that they killed a possible no. dad. What if they just leave? I what if they literally just leave? I think they definitely leave. I don't think that they should try to cover up the body or hide sure. the body. But I think that they should take information to okay. maybe check on take something. Take wallet? I feel for some reason that like hunters have... I have no idea what's on a hunter vest. Yeah. I- I'm going to say that they have like their hunting license out. I think, and that has, like, your address. I think that it would be interesting, in storytelling purposes, if our main character... Wow, Mark is really hitting us up with the hunting information out of Maryland. Oh, cool. Loaded crossbows are not legally permitted to be leaned against or within any vehicles. Leaned against? You can't lean on a crossbow when it's loaded. I wouldn't. No, me neither. Somebody would, though. All right, let's just write this down. All right. Don't lean. He says there has to be safety on it, but this dude doesn't strike me as the sort of person who would use it. Or at least not check it. No. And also, I mean, safety mechanisms are treat treat a weapon like it's loaded and ready. Yeah. If always. You, yeah. If you don't know what you're doing with a weapon, don't have one. No. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but I think that he shoots on purpose. I think there needs to be so much yes. guilt on this person. He is shooting to kill a deer and he hits a person. Yeah. Cool. He probably doesn't even want to kill the deer, but it just happened. I mean, yeah. yeah. Whatever. So I think that he takes information just because they're, yeah. they're broke. Cool. They're they're breaking. Yeah. He takes what uh, some sort of information which has his address. Yes. Contact info. I think definitely address. PayPal. It. I don't know how that's going to help him. I don't know. He has a he, now he has the family's PayPal account. Although the address, I do like the idea of him maybe like, not stalking the family, but watching, checking on Just them, checking on them. Yeah. Ugh. Ooh, that actually Ugh. gives me a very. That's gross. That gives me a very <laughs> creepy idea. Yeah. Um. All right. So so he kills a guy and he leaves. 
And he yeah. doesn't cover the body, and he takes his info with him. Takes his info, takes the bolt. Yeah. How does he react when he goes... Does he go to work the next day? I'm yeah. just trying to skip... I'm just trying to, like... No, no, main no. He, no, he's going... Yeah, he goes back to work the next day, and he's... He's struggling. He's struggling? He's having a hard time. I can relate to that. Like, employ... <laughs> I know, I saw you wearing his Velcro shoes, and uh, I was like, oh, yeah. God, he's struggling. Uh, but even so much that, like, maybe his the employees at work realize it, but... Someone calls him out and is like, hey, I just... Are you all right? Yeah. You've been a little less... Peppy... <laughs> well, something very, you yeah. get a little less um, and then they trail off yeah how does he respond to that well how about before the next day though what if he actually does drive by their house and okay. sees like the woman and sure. the baby just waiting outside We're waiting outside just waiting for the husband that's not answering the phone not oh. home now <clears throat> they're just waiting what if it's what if he can see into their like kitchen window and she's like making dinner for herself or something and she doesn't she has no idea that anything bad has happened. Oh, yeah, that's even better. And then this will be when he drives past next, he sees that I don't know, maybe she's distraught or maybe she's like celebrating. Yeah, I like that. I like him better that he like drives past looks in the window first and yeah. then just doing things like, "Oh my god, that's like a, that's a family." Oh no! This is a nice house in the suburbs. This is a family yep. that I've ruined. They have uh, like a dog toy in the yard or something. Um, so I like the idea of him going to work the next day and whatever. Uh, so we're gonna go back to work. Um, I think that we should somehow start showing him making wrong choices due to guilt and stress. Okay. Um, while you were talking a little bit ago, I had the idea that maybe he feels responsible for this family now, and okay. he starts maybe like leaving them money. He has their PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> he starts wiring them money through PayPal. No, no, <laughs> no he, like what? Like leaving like, like cash? He, like he empties out his own bank account and just leaves them like cash. All he right. just says no. What, because honestly, like if he's going to just tell on himself, he knows he's going to get in trouble. He doesn't want to get in trouble, well, yeah. but he doesn't know what to do. So what else would he do yeah. if he's trying to do the quote he was going right, to do the thing. right thing? Right. Leaving so cash on, oh I my think God. it's funny that he leaves cash. Oh, this guy thinking that this is like maybe this will help. Oh, maybe uh, this maybe, is gross. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to give you something interesting to write. Yeah, uh, and I think this is pretty creepy. Ah, oh, this is going to be fun. Um. All right, so where where are we? Let's get caught up here. I, I think we're we still are. Beginning he he has just seen. I, so he kills the guy that afternoon. He comes back from wherever he's hunting. He drives past the house on the address. Sees the wife is happy. There's a family in there. Goes home. Goes to bed. Goes to work. <coughs> yes. And then I say the end of Act One is him having the realization I should give these people money. Yeah, and, and, and at this point, into the kind of the madness of Act Two. And I think at this point, we need, as an audience, we need to find a way. You know, as the writers, we need to find a way to let the audience know that this is the wrong decision. Like we know, as the audience, this is the wrong decision, but this main character one thinks it's the right decision. So, you know what I mean? Like, just start showing him making poor choices. Yeah. So, I like the idea of him. Like, maybe he goes to a, uh, an ATM and he just takes out as much as you takes can. Takes out as much as he can. Which I think is 500 bucks. Yeah, I think, I think it might be... You have about 500 bank. per <coughs> ATM thing? I've never pulled out 500 at once. So, because I, I almost like the idea of how embarrassing it is that he's leaving money, but it's not even like it's a, not a lot, lot of, of money. money. Yeah. So, his first one is just the ATM of the max amount, which I think is $500. It might Should be we have... Is one of his birthdays at like the end of the month he has to pay rent, and he's like... He has a rent check in one hand, and then he's looking maybe at his like phone like balance or something, and he's like, 
I can withdraw half of this. Yeah. And he withdraws half of it, and it's like 140 bucks. I like that. And <laughs> then it's just seven twenties. And if he is a manager of this retail place, maybe he starts skimming from. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. So and he's like trying to find more money, which ultimately might lead him down to doing like real crummy crimes yeah. later on. Sometime in Act Two, uh, he's like counting cash at like the the office or something like the manager's office. What if there's a real crummy cash grab crime montage here? Sure. Just uh, just bottom of the barrel, like pathetic, like petty like, crime. Yeah, like like taking coins out of like a like an open sunroof or whatever yeah. out of a car. Just some boring <laughs> stuff. Um, Ugh. So this is a. Do we want to give this a sympathetic character in any way? Do we want there to be like a side character we can like? Otherwise, then we might just come out of this feeling gross, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I've I left movies feeling gross, but, like, fine with it. Yeah, I don't necessarily see... I, I say we highlight this character's weirdness through just how normal and nice everybody... Like, his employees are all nice. Yeah. Like they forgot his birthday and stuff. Yeah, like, I don't... They seem genuinely, genuinely concerned about his mental state at some point. Yeah, I don't think that he's, like, the butt of jokes. <laughs> I don't think that he's even yeah. on people's register to pick on. I think that he is just a non-existent person. They have asked hunting trainers to learn virtually, and they have lowered the age to, I'm making sure I'm not read, misreading this, 10. You can hunt at 10? In Maryland, according to Mark. Dude, Maryland's crazy. Let's go to Maryland. 10 years old? <laughs> anyway. All right, well, he's not 30. Fun now, fact. now he's an 18-year-old manager. No, he's a 10-year-old. <laughs> 10 10-year-old. Oh, man. Oh, he's, he's, got, he's got a food truck. <laughs> Oh, all right. All right. So truck thing later. So he does the he does the five hundred dollars ATM thing, and yeah. this is roughly the time where you said what? That is when he realizes he, or that's when he has the idea and starts leaving money for the family. Okay, yeah. We have a, we have a little bit of his reaction at the end of Act One, and then something serves as that initiator to him being like, maybe he's driving past the house on a regular basis just to see it, and he sees like the woman at like her dinner table crying over a letter. And then he drives past, and there's like a whole bunch of cars in the parking lot, and she answers the door and hugs yeah. someone. And then he drives past and sees like a, th you know, it comes in threes. He sees one more thing where he's like, and then that finally he's like, he opens up his wallet and he has like forty dollars cash, and he just goes and he like tucks it into the door jam, and then he runs. Yeah. And then we see a montage slightly of him pulling money out regularly, and then we lead into the scum montage. Yeah, I like that. I think that's cool. What do you think should happen right around? Uh, what should the second arkish thing be? So I guess we're, we're he's still losing his mind, kind of. Yeah, yeah. There's like a mental decline here, but only due to guilt and like just assumed responsibility. Do we want it to come from him, or do we want it to be an external force? I think it should come from him. I don't. Yeah. I think if it is an external force, then that means that somebody else knows about it. Do we want to bring the police in? Do we want there to be like a detective or something? You know how some some stories have like the the cat and mouse thing with the detective kind yeah. of. Yeah. I don't really see batting. this. I th I think the the batting around would be this person's guilt. Whether I should turn myself yeah. in or I should continue to support this family. Maybe he I he should almost get caught sometime. Either withdrawing cash, he gets flagged, or someone, or the teller recognizes him. And is like, oh yeah, you making another donation? Or like he's lying about donating to charity. What if or the something? wife catches him one time dropping money off? That would work. 
Yeah. Like she she like opens the door while he's dropping an envelope. Yeah, just or something. inadvertently. Yeah. She goes, and she's like he looks in. She's in the back with a baby. Mm-hmm. He goes to do something, and she just pops the door open. Pops the door open. Yeah. How does he get out of that? Maybe he confesses. <laughs> does he confess to her? <laughs> well, well, let's go down this train of thought. Okay, real fast. sure. Uh, so he does confess to okay. her because he is no more money. Yeah. He <clears throat> has already robbed from his work. Okay. He's doing crimes. Mm-hmm. He wants out. He's trespassing. Te- yeah. Uh, technically, yeah. He wants out. Okay. So he confesses. So he's finally he's finally hit the point where he's no longer evading the consequences. Yeah. Okay. But here's a twist. Okay. She's cool with it. She's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the wife is like, oh, thank God. Maybe he was also a scumbag. Okay. And that cool. way, you get, yeah. you're almost maybe back on... Uh, uh, She's maybe. cool with it, and then he asks for the money back. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> so I think that this should be the confession. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> because at this point, he's going to confess thinking he's going to go to jail, he's going to go through all this stuff, and then she's like... She goes, come in. Thank you. She, her face kind of firms up a little bit, and she goes, I think you should come in. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. then she gives... Maybe he was just a bad. Maybe he was a bad husband. Do we want to go the route that she, he was like actively a bad person? No a husband. I think that okay. could be a cool reveal. I think a better Is reveal. She a scumbag as well. She's worse. Cool. He, the husband was fine. Okay. Yeah. Husband was a husband was a nice guy. She yeah. yeah. Maybe she's like. We see pictures of him with friends doing stuff, yeah, and they're out as a happy couple. He's fine. Yeah. He's just a fine dude. She just was not satisfied or something. What if she was gonna kill him anyway? <laughs> Is that too far? That might be too far. It might be too far. Uh, file it away. It might be too far. Yeah, because that's interesting too. I, what if What if he asks for the money back and she says no, and then it becomes those two kind of like, well, no, because she very much has the upper hand on him. Oh yeah, yeah. So she tells I like him. Her, I like the idea that at some point he does go like, "Can I have some of that?" Yeah, and she's like, "No." As a matter of fact, you need to give me more money. Now you owe me a thousand dollars a week. She starts. <laughs> Yeah, she says blackmail him. That would help make him a little more sympathetic that, towards the end of the film. So he's more sympathetic, but also <laughs> now going crazier. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Alright, so now he needs to... <laughs> so, okay. I, I like this. This is great. And then, what if at the next time... What if he... Well, okay. So I'm thinking... Well, now we have wife. Yes. I'm thinking, towards the end of the movie, it seems like he's caught. It's either prison or... Murder. Mur- prison for murder. I guess the thought might occur to him to kill her. Yeah. But, I don't know, I don't want... I don't. Do we want him to go on a spree? No, he doesn't no. need to. Okay. He's, he's always kind of reacting to what <laughs> just happened. He's not purposely killing people because he's crazy. Maybe she wanted to intentionally kill an endangered species. That would make her worse. Might be something there. Yeah. Maybe she's just really into hunting. Maybe she just hates good things. She just dislikes animals. Especially he has a dog, but the dog was his. Yeah. And the next time he comes by, all the dog stuff is gone, and all the pictures of the dog are gone. And it turns out she took it to the pound or something. Oh yeah, All right, cool. She's an animal hater. Yeah, she just like she just likes now dogs. That's enough to get rid of her. Now that also needs to have a baby in the story that we got to kind of deal yeah. With. Oh yeah, she has a baby. We have to deal with that soon. <coughs> um, so what if like the wife? What if the wife was like the cr- like a crime boss? 
or okay. something. Okay. And like she just hired a just a, or she married just a mundane person, whatever. What if she, she has a criminal history? Yeah. I think crime boss might be a little. I feel like that might it's be a little 90s. much. The 290s. Right. So <laughs> I don't know. It's 290s. It just feels like it feels too big for the story. So she's because then she would have resources. Yeah, I would. But I if would, she's a criminal, I was trying to give her. What if she got away with something? Also murder. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Of a bald eagle. <laughs> she's a she's a poacher. Yeah. That's not bad. Actually. She's killing pandas. That's not bad. And she was trying. And her husband was a nice guy. She was roping into it with her. And that's why maybe the husband. This was his first time hunting because he wanted to learn how to do something with his wife. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. That's Aww. gross. And Aww. I'm loving it. Yeah. No, I feel bad for the dead husband. Well, yeah, you're supposed to. Well, yeah, I guess he's murdered. Because at first you're like, oh, he's a bad guy. Um, um, There are several endangered turtles in Maryland. Cool, she's a turtle hunter. Cool. She's got some shells on her wall. (laughs) And she, like, wears one as, like, a shoulder pad. A brooch. A little baby turtle shell as a brooch. She's a a, a turtle pooch. Everybody in the story is just the worst. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Turtle Poach. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my bluegrass band. <laughs> can I be in that? Yeah, sure. I have a jug. You can play your Black Panther ukulele. Oh, good. Uh, okay, so I'm, right. go- I'm going to say that, uh, all right, so we still need the ending. This part is just him. Does he come clean at the ending and, and maybe drag her with him? But ultimately, does he come clean? Or, does he come clean? Does he get away with it? Does he die? Those are the big three I see for this. Neither. Neither. He kills her. He kills her. He kills the wife. Okay. She's bad. And then what? She's real bad. Sure. And then what? And then there's the baby to deal with. Oh. Oh, we do one of those, like, fade to... We do a fade to black? We do a clever fade to black. Okay. So either he takes the baby, possibly on the run, Mm -hmm. and then you think, like, oh, he just stole this baby, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there's a reveal later on that he never had the baby to begin with. But that's kind of bad because where's that baby? Do, tonally, how do we want it to end reflecting on his character? Do we want to end on a net positive or net negative? He is net negative. Okay. He, he's crazy. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> okay, so this is a full descent. This is just a descent. Okay. Yeah. Is there this any glimmer of light for anybody at the end or is it just like... Uh, the baby possibly and the people that he works with. Okay. That's it. They get a better manager. The dad is dead. The wife, I think, should die. Yeah, I yeah. Because sure. Do they do a War of the Roses thing where they are simultaneously responsible for each other's deaths at the end? They're dangling from a chandelier and. I almost like leaving it that this person might have got away with it. He did. Yeah. Okay. Like just not so much like legally got away with it, but just like walks off into the sunset kind oh, of thing. Oh, gotcha. Like, you're not, maybe the audience isn't very sure. We at least don't see the consequences delivered. Exactly, okay. yeah. I, 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 when initially thinking about this, and over the last hour talking about this, I like the fact that this is just a straight... This is, this, this is, is a, rough. This is a descent into black. Yeah. Like, I, I like it as just, like, the white is a boring, and it's yeah. white because there's no color at all, and it goes from white but to black. But you add too much of it. Yeah. Too much of white, then you get... Black? No, not, never mind. I don't think that's how it, it works. Scan. <laughs> um, so yeah, so somehow we got to get to the ending, which is just black. Um, which makes me think that she should die. Yeah. So she dies. Baby's left ambiguous. Yeah. Does he walk off with the baby, or does he leave the baby? I don't know. <laughs> See, I, I'm I'm kind of stuck there because. 
that's that's two wildly different stories you have. Yeah. He takes the baby, then you have like with all of this, I think a baby death might be too much. Yeah, I definitely. I think that just is. I think that's too grim no. for what we've. I'm not even suggesting that. Okay. That's not a okay. question. Just put. Just yeah. Saying. Maybe like. Don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we hit at it at first. But as a quick reveal to it, it, it sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly what this is. This is a lot of maybe a super cool fight. Okay. But like, cool in like the Pineapple Express kind of way, where it is very grounded, very yeah. you know like history of violence, which I know you dislike. I gotta hate that movie. It's a good movie. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it is. It's not anyway. Even, no. All right, Eastern Promises. I haven't seen that. No. No. Oh, it's good. All right. I believe it's it. also Viggo Mortensen, but he has tattoos. <laughs> I'll probably like him more than. Yeah. I think a fight scene in some parts should be in here. Yeah, I like, and I mean, just like my own taste-wise, I like fight scenes. I'm imagining it happening in the kitchen. Yeah, kitchen slash hallway. She has a she has a not a not an island counter, but one of those that come out from the wall with the open gap, so yep. like she can see the dining room, and we see it over the counter, and then just kind of like. Like she's very clearly more experienced at fighting than he is, but he's like maybe he's like six foot five and lanky, so he yeah, can reach. He's lanky. Oh, man. and he's also crazy. And now. it's not a fun fight scene, but no. it's just mean. And it has to end. Uh, it's got to end in a very visceral way. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't know if we want to go into too much visceral no, we don't detail have to. on. But I'm just saying, like, it, there's yes. no question what happens to wife. <laughs> yeah. Um And then whatever happens uh. to the baby, not really sure about. Uh, okay, so the main characters. We have main character one. Who is our person who is nothing going into sheer descent into blackness? How old is this? How old is the baby? Is it like a toddler or is it, it like a newborn? Uh, I'm just for the sake of like, do we get a shot of like him looking down in the crib? Do we get a shot of him seeing like a race car bed? Do we, are there toys around? Is there like a wheeler? I'm just I'm just wondering. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing it also affects the family's relationship. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that to make the beginning part of this as. Mm -hmm powerful it needs to be somewhat of an infant that also means that when we get the reveal that she disliked him she's angry that he died and left her with this newborn yeah so it makes her even worse like yeah she's, like, no, she's bad thank you but she not to deal with this thing by myself she's the big bad Ugh. <laughs> he, he's the little bad <laughs> okay yeah yeah um and then maybe it's one of those things where like it ends with like the cops you know like in the background yeah. sirens or they whatever. pull up to the house yeah. after reports of noise um, okay, so where are we at? It's about 3.30. Yeah. Let's do a quick uh, recap. Um, if you just tuned in, we are some nobodies. I'm Zach. I'm Dylan. And once again, we yeah, are some I, nobodies. Yeah. I really messed You're up. You're burying the lead on this, Zach. They yeah. don't know who we are. Anyway, this is Talking Upstream. It's a show where me and Dylan, we come to the table and this beautiful whiteboard with two ideas. And what we do is we work our way down in, from those two ideas down to one idea, from that one idea down hopefully to about a pitchable idea so that we can start working on it to create a podcast, a TV show, a comic book, whatever medium we find that is probably the best suited to tell the story that we're trying to tell. Uh, we call it Talking Upstream because what the goal of this show is, is for Dylan and myself to be able to talk our way up to a streaming service. Hire us. Dylan's favorite streaming service is Quibi, without a doubt. He has very short-term memory, and he, <laughs> he likes 10-minute segments. That bit's going to get old one of these days. Probably not. I doubt it. Uh, okay, so, uh, and I'm once again... I'm more of a Vimeo guy. You're a Vimeo guy? I don't know. You just like free content. Daily motion. <laughs> so, if you're tuning back in, we started going over a story about a boring manslaughter, about a man who, 
because of a push of life and whatever else. He accidentally kills someone while hunting for deer uh, with a crossbow. He's trying to figure out what to do with uh, the knowledge and the guilt and everything else. So we think that it's kind of interesting that he decides to start leaving this person just money. So he starts dropping off just brown bags of money. Uh, he maybe at some point will steal from his work. Yeah. Oh yeah. To put some money oh, yeah. there. Yeah. No, he's he's gonna go if we're doing a full descent onto into darkness. We're yeah. doing. He's stealing from work. He's stealing from uh, maybe like a restaurant. Like he like does the counter lean over. Oh, gross. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't that. do anything too heisty because he's no. not competent. He's not competent. But he's he's gross and sleazy. He is sleazy All and right. greasy. Yeah. So we do have this montage in the middle, which is gonna be really <laughs> fun to to show. Yeah. Mental decline picks up around here. Then right around the. The two-thirds mark, we think it's pretty interesting that he gets caught while trying to drop off money, and... He's blackmailed into bringing her more money. Confession oh, yes. to blackmail, yeah. <coughs> so we're going to say he gets caught here, which is a pretty big deal. So here's where our non-hero gets caught. He gets caught, he confesses to the wife... Wife is cool with it, which I think will bring a lot of really cool tension. Yeah. I think that's going to be a really interesting scene. That's a pretty good reveal. Yeah. That's a pretty good reversal. So I like that. And then the wife is like, okay, I need more money. Bring me more now. Are you the one who's been dropping this off? Perfect. It's been just enough to cover this thing's diapers. Yeah. She's not happy. I like that. Uh, then we have somewhere in the last third, we're going to have a very weird fight scene. And... Yeah. We're still trying to figure out exactly where this is going to end. Do you have an idea for a scene that you want to maybe start developing? I want to develop the scene where he goes to her and she reveals that she never liked her husband. Oh, you like that scene? I like that scene. All right, cool. So, but I think we need more stuff in Act 2 and 3 to fill in. Oh, I definitely agree. <laughs> we have good pinpoint. We have good anchor scenes, but we need some stuff in between it. Yeah. Did you have anything in mind? Um, I like the idea that I want the police to show up at some point just to so show there is a threat of him getting found out at some point. Okay. Um, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't take the crossbow bolt, and they trace it to the store. Like he maybe maybe he just like maybe he had hunting gloves on. So he's, oh yeah. And they find the so bolt. We go back to the store. Yeah. Then. So the cops show up at the store, and because he's the manager on duty, they question him about who bought stuff that day and ask for receipts. Yep. And he's and then he has to do. Maybe that's a scene of him briefly, do, showing some competence where he like prints off everything. Except page 45, which has his receipt on it. Yeah. He's so like, this is a very Fargo scene right it, here. It shows him going and he goes in and he's like, print, print range 1 through 44, 46 through 95. Yeah. And then it skips 45. Uh, and then I mean, we don't necessarily have to have the cops show up very often, but I think in Act 2 there's the threat of him getting found out. Um, does he attend the man's funeral? Yes. Then we have the scene of the funeral near the beginning of Act 2. Yeah, so that's that's right around here. Well, let's see. Th how long does it take them to find him? Because he was out hunting. They would mark him as missing first, probably. Well, there would be a rough area of where he would go. Yeah, the I, wife I, would know. I, also, let's not waste time. Yeah, <laughs> if they have a GPS on his phone, they'll find him right away. He oh, doesn't yeah. do anything. So yeah. let's say they find him out the next day. Yeah. The wife calls in, whatever. So next day, which means you got about three or four days. Maybe Why would she call him in if she dislikes him? Unless, I guess, well, I'm thinking, of, is there ulterior motives to him going missing? Does him going missing put pressure on her in some way? 
Well, earlier I did suggest that if she is that bad, maybe she was already going to try to kill him. What if she owes money to someone and she wants to make sure that he's... And he, not not that he's involved, but like. Well, that would make sense. That would be a good reason why she tells him like I need more. Yeah. So so she owes. Okay, so now she owes money, and he's like a financial guy or something. So the wife owes money too. I have written down here: Act One, manslaughter; Act Two, money; Act Three, matrimony. <laughs> I'm on a three M's. Matrimony. Yeah. Um, I'm almost seeing this as like three different styles of movie. Unfortunately, like I'm seeing the first part as. Very creepy, slow, quiet, like stalking. Office space, but creep. Oh, I'm going by act, sorry. I'm saying act one, yeah, the, yeah. the, the first act. Okay. It's a lot of like creeping, it's a lot of like stalking. Mm-hmm. It's very almost Zodiac style, sure. right? The middle part is straight Fargo. Yeah. I think goes back into a comedy. He's fumbling yeah. around. He has to talk to these cops. He doesn't know. He's sweating a lot. The third one is just that wild fight scene uh, from, Pine- from Pineapple sure. Express. Which I think is very cool, and I think the cops should probably come back in here, because if, if the cops are close, they that, notice that there's that a missing solves page. the baby problem. Yeah, they yeah. know there's a missing page, so they show up at work again at the beginning of Act Three, after he knows he has to steal more money for her. Yep. Does he talk to the cops? I think at this point they don't give him a chance Does or he, a choice. I yeah. think I think they're like. Hey, the records you gave us were incomplete the other day. How does he get out of that? Specifically. Maybe that's the start of him running. Where he, he was like, oh yeah, I, let me go print this off in the back. And he just leaves. Just yeah. He just leaves. And he goes to her and he goes, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Does he seek help from her at some point? Is he that? Is he that sad? Yeah, he probably goes, she's the only person that he knows. Yeah, really. she's the only person who will help him. So here's the run. <laughs> okay. So run, he runs to the wife. And I... Uh, maybe the cops should show up at his work. Fairly certain of him. Probably later in the, the second in the movie. he shows up to the wife, she just walks right over and calls the cops. <laughs> she, come yeah. on, come on in. You've and been she, made. She walks right over, calls the cops, and that's when the fight starts. He like tries to hang up the phone, and then they just fist fight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Get a, get a knife out of the knife block. She calls. Maybe she shouldn't call the cops. Maybe she calls the people that she, that she owes money to. And I kind of like that she calls the cops. Yeah, but she's also a very bad person. She is. I imagine she covered her tracks. What if she well. says she didn't call the cops? And then he. But if you overhear, but if you overhear the conversation, oh. it's like you need to get down here and kill him. No, he's causing trouble. Yeah. You never, and he's suspicious that he's that she is only using pronouns or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like she she never she never states that it's a crime committed. She goes, yeah, he's here. Yeah, get here. And then, and then maybe he thinks that she's talked to the cops or something. Sure, what? bring the cops yeah. if you want. That's not bad. Um, wife calls somebody. I think that's a very cool scene to be like, hey, you're the only person I know. She's like, yeah, come on in, come on in. I know it's crazy. Just immediately walks right around. Why are you here? Call. Yeah. Um, yeah, sit down. Do you want water or anything? She brings him water. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> How does he find out that she's calling the cops? Is it within your... Wait, well she she doesn't have a phone on the wall. What year is this? Oh, true. Wait, what year is this? Do we want this to be what set in a different year is age? This? Are we doing a different f- age? Are we doing our f- different age? <laughs> it, <laughs> the Ice Age. It was an age of man. The, the 90s was a different era. I was thinking the 90s. That would be kind of cool. It does kind of feel 90s-ish. We could use the Bare Naked Ladies in the soundtrack. Oh, God, I'd be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's do like a period-ish piece. What would be... Is what what's like a 
Is there a pretty popular sporting goods store in the 90s? I don't think Dick's Make it a local. What's that? Make it a local sporting goods store. Yeah, I love that. All right. Sm- is this a small town? It's if, are we, if we're setting it in Maryland, you know small towns in Maryland. Will this fit for a small town in Maryland? Sure, this could easily be Elkton. Yeah. All right. Elkton it is. <laughs> what a, no, I was going to say what's a, what a Maryland town name, but I can think of probably places in Michigan El- there would be no Elk Town. Elk Town. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's is there Elk in Maryland? Yeah, there's the Big Elk oh, Mall. Really? That's uh, Elk, Elk Neck State Park is there. Not that's stuff a, named after Elks. Actual Elk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a guy named Elk. There's a bar named Elk. <laughs> there's this one dog named Elk, too, but he's big. Um, okay, so now we have close to the ending. I still want to work on this scene with you. And I like most of this. So a lot of the middle part is going to be just <clears throat> evading the police, yeah. evading suspicion. Um, Trying to blend in. And being awkward at work. Stealing money and not being caught yeah. by security guards. Then um, you get to the, the, the two-third spot, and that's where the confession happens. I'm really excited about this fight scene. We've never we've never worked on a fight scene before. Not real. No, we haven't. Not All of our stuff has been pretty... This is the this is the grimmest thing we've worked on. This is the darkest thing that we've done. Yeah, uh, most I of, have really yeah, wide margin. Most of our stuff is kind of sci-fi huh. and funny. I'm into this stuff. Yeah. This is fun. This, this is, is cool. Different. This this was a big diversion of our normal stuff. Yeah, which is good. It's good to get out there and do stuff that you um, don't normally do. All right. So what are some more things we want to work on? We only got like 20 minutes left. Yes, we do. Uh, let's see. We still got to develop this scene a little bit. So I'm I'm gonna run through the whole thing scene by scene, just what we have so far. Okay. He, I don't want. Okay. First off, I don't want him to wake up because it's weak to start a movie with him. Wake. Maybe he he's making breakfast before work. He gets a phone call from his parents. He talks to his parents. He's initiated into being a man because his dad was a truck driver or a hunter. Or something. I think that that scene should be funny. That's first and that's funny. Like just wild yes. comedy. Yeah. He goes to work. They're singing for a coworker. Well, he doesn't go to work. He goes shopping at work because he's made up his mind. Does he? Is he doing a search to find out things that he can do outside? Yeah, he's like maybe okay. searching. Well, okay, but if it's the 90s, it's though, the 90s, so he's, he's not going searching. Through, he's going through. Bro- what, what if he's so lame that he goes to like a truck stop outside of town and picks up those, like, what to do in this town? Maybe let's packets. make it like the early 2000s. Yeah. Where he can still. around. I like the internet because I like. He I goes like, to Netscape Navigator. Yeah, he's using some Lycos material. Yeah, uh, He goes to uh, Alta Vista. Oh, gross. And he's doing, like, manly things in Maryland. Yeah. And it's like mainly things to do for your birthday. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go hunting." And he goes into work. He's like, they are oh, singing to his coworkers. I don't think he cares. Yeah, I think it was just a coincidence he got the. He day actually off. might even like going in there. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, he does because it's its only social outlet. And he gets it for cheap. And he gets it for cheap. Yeah, goes in, buys a crossbow, a vest, a hat, gloves, bolts, jerky, uh, camel pants, sure, camel jacket, yep, sunglasses. If I said sunglasses again, he probably has a second pair. That urine stuff that you put on yourself so that animals think that you're not a deer human. stink. <laughs> it's a good ska band. Uh, deer <laughs> stink. <laughs> we already have what is it? Turtle, uh, turtle poach. Turtle poach. Yeah. Turtle poach and deer, deer and stink. And deer they open for him. Man. All right. Tune in for our next show on IBM TV where Zach and I come up with band names for an hour and a half straight. Yeah, we could probably do that. We could probably do that. That'll be a very special episode. Uh, So he goes in, he buys it. He is very clearly not the focus of work. He is seen as just like, hey, do you work today? No, it's my birthday. You're here on your birthday? Yeah. Yep. Boop. 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 
total six hundred forty-five dollars. Forgot the discount. No, I didn't. Total six hundred thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he buys all that stuff. We what, see are you gonna, what are you doing with this stuff? What are you it's doing? Like, hunting. I'm going hunting. It's not deer season. <laughs> yes, it is. It started yesterday. It's a little late for deer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how often they sleep. Uh, you know, like this is one of this. They've grown into their antlers, right? All their <laughs> antlers are bigger, so I'm gonna get some points. All right, so he, go, he, he goes out into the wilderness, wherever that is, mountainous or swamp or forest. We have a short, short montage of him shooting deer, or at least uh, hunting deer, yeah. trying to. Yeah. We have a longer scene of him tracking a specific deer. Maybe it's a buck with a pretty nice rack of antlers. Um, don't, you don't have to laugh at the word. I was trying to phrase it the way you couldn't giggle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, and then they, he shoots, he misses, we hear a thump. Goes over, has a bolt in the neck. He starts freaking out a little bit. Uh, he gets a phone call. He answers the phone, or he doesn't answer it. But or does he answer it? Does he answer it and it's just nothing? I don't think he answers it. Okay, no, she, he, did, she he goes sees. unanswered. It, it go, I'm only wondering because if she knows that he's hunting, and he answers the phone, and doesn't say anything, and then it hangs up. That that would, that, that, that would push her to call the cops. That would push her to. It would at least push her to not think it's a missing person thing because he's out there and he answered. Oh, I don't think he should answer. Okay, it doesn't. He doesn't answer. Yeah, but he sees the picture on it and he goes, "Oh man!" He takes his info packet off his because he's an idiot. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> he's dang. a complete total idiot." Yeah, he takes something off the body. He's that freaking out. He leaves the bolt on the neck. Yeah, he leaves. He goes home, stops at the truck stop and washes his hands. We have a comedic scene where there's like a trucker there and he's like, "Wants your blood off." He's dressed to hunt and the trucker just goes, "Yeah, I don't know." It's the road. Yeah. Shit happens on the road. <laughs> That's the first of the show. Oh, man. First of the show. Dang. Anyway, we're not going to draw attention to it any more than that. Um, so he goes home. Um, he drives past the woman's house after, based on the information mm -hmm. on the thing. Uh, he sees that she is has she has a life. Um, and then he goes home. And then he goes to work. Yeah, I think that he goes home. And then he, well, leaves, he leaves early from work, and he drives back past her house. The garage door's open. There's no car. He looks around, because it's daylight. He's an yeah. idiot. He looks around, looks in his wallet. He's got $40 cash. He runs up to the door, sticks it in the door, runs back to his car. Door's open. Hazards are not on. Yeah. And then he drives off. It's a nice suburban neighborhood. And he has that conversation with himself, like, $40. That's just nothing. $40. What are you doing? It's just a What are you going to do with $40. So Short goes, montage of him going to he he goes he goes maybe he goes back to work. This was lunch break. Uh, he does a he does a very skittish work day. Mm -hmm. Goes home. Rent bill is there. He looks at his balance on his phone. He has a flashback. Maybe I don't know. If we, maybe a flashback to or no. Maybe he just sees a, he has a pile of hunting gear on the floor where he left it, and he yeah. sees that, and he looks at his balance, and he looks at his rent bill, and you see him doing the mental math. See him at the ATM. He withdraws maximum. We see him write a check for rent, or you know, we we see him do rent separately. We see him withdrawing money for some other reason. Mm -hmm. It's late at night. He's in the suburbs. He puts on a scarf around his face. I imagine he doesn't have a ski mask. He right. somehow covers. His, maybe he's just doing this. He has a t-shirt. He does a t-shirt up over his nose. Yeah. Such a loser. Maybe he cuts two eye slits in his t-shirt and pulls to his forehead. Does he? Presumably, he leaves the cash in an envelope on their porch. Maybe. Yeah. Does he write anything on the envelope? Like, sorry? No, because I would leave handwriting. Yeah. Or does he, because it leaves Maybe handwriting. Maybe he writes, like, more to come. 
or something. <laughs> Just like not knowing what to yeah. do. <laughs> I like yeah. I don't know that more to come, but I like that he writes. Uh, he writes something vague enough that it me- he means it to mean that there's more cash on the way, and maybe she takes it badly. Yeah, she takes it as like it's the stuff from what it's she a owes. Threat. Yeah, and she's like, oh my god, what? why are they giving me money? This is. We this see him. Crazy. We see him withdrawing cash. We see him go back to her house. There's another car in the parking lot. She answers the door with a hug. It shows that she is grieving and she knows that something is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes to work. He has a scene where he evades notice again, mm-hmm. or maybe it's starting to get to him. And they're like, "You okay? You look a little. You look a little ragged." Maybe he tries to return. He tries to return the hunting stuff. Yeah, it's like you. But you use this. This is like six hundred thirty dollars, and it's all used. We don't sell used stuff, do we? But it's just, it's broken. It, it broke. It was broken before I got it. It never. I never. And used he it. does not succeed in getting to yeah. Internet. Yeah. Right. Okay. But that might be a cool scene later on, where when he the go- cops come in, they're like, "Hey, did you have money that?" He goes to the funeral. Mm-hmm. He leaves an envelope under her wiper, with Ugh. cash in it. Yuck. Yeah. With and that one says, "I'm sorry." Yeah. That one says, "I'm sorry." I'm sorry. You know why? <laughs> I don't. I don't even think that. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. Right. Um. And then... So there's funerals in here somewhere. Yeah, funerals in there somewhere. I suspect probably either the midpoint. Do we want it to be the midpoint of the movie? Where he sees the impact fully? Maybe uh, a lot of people are here and they're all really upset. Whether it's the midpoint, it's definitely a crux for him to go try to get more money. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people yeah. consoling. Uh, he eventually gets ragged enough that he goes to her to confess. Knocks on the door. This is the scene we will expand on. Hey, I'm the one who killed your husband. Oh, Cool, this makes it easy. Come in. What? Blah, 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 blah. I was never much in... You know, he was fine, but... I'm, you know... This is great you're here. You've been giving me cash. Yeah, is there any way I can... If you're cool with it, like, can I... Have that back? No. If you don't give me more, I'm going to the cops. Yeah. And they'll believe me over you. Because I have your DNA on these envelopes. And presumably... Yeah, and your your handwriting. You're very clearly not very bright. Yeah. So you're going to get me more cash. How much? I'll let you know when you're done. Uh, we get a montage of him throughout scene th- at three, stealing money for her specifically. It's not very long. We get the scene of the cops coming into the store. Oh, no, I forgot the cops in the act two. Yeah, cops coming in. Is that after or before the funeral? I think it's after the funeral. Okay. Because maybe maybe they see him at the funeral. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, probably not. Nah. It's after the funeral, but that's also because they found the bolt. They they traced it back to some sporting yes, goods store, they, they and they're canvassing sporting goods stores. It's a specific deer hunting bolt that is made locally and sold locally. So yeah, we're, just, we're, we're doing the rounds. We want your receipts from this span mm-hmm. of time. Yep, yep, yep. He goes in. He does the little Fargo scene where he skips the page, hands him the packet, says, "If there's anything else you need, buy." Ask. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So we did that scene. Uh, beginning one, they cops go back to his work. Yep. They mentioned that there was a page missing yep. or some sort. I don't know how they print off mass receipts. Maybe they did this in the two thousands. Um, yeah, so like refrain for refrain for yeah. Missing missing info. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're missing a span of time. Is there any way we could like go through your records? And he goes, yeah. Let me let me go get you the hard copies, and he leaves. Yeah, he just walks out of the work. He climbs out of a window that isn't outside; it's the inside the building There's somewhere. An interior window? <laughs> Maybe it's, do they have a shooting range? 
<laughs> and he's like, he climbs back through the window. Maybe it's like a Cabela's where he's like hiding behind like the fish pond and like hiding through like the gun range and stuff. No, I like, so they come to him in the office and he goes, yeah, I'll go get the from the computer up front. Goes out, climbs up a window. He's in the shooting range. Comes back out the window. One of his employees sees him and he just goes, I'm out for the day. And just brushes <laughs> past, like brush. At this point, he is effectively writing off everything as his little yeah, life. Yeah, cool. Walks out, gets in his car, um, the cop car's there. Maybe maybe one of them sees him leave? Yeah, probably. Or someone in the, the car... The, the chase is coming. Uh, he goes to the woman's house, is like, hey, uh, they were at my work. Like, I'm sorry, I don't have cash for you. I know this isn't a payment day. And she goes, all right, sit down. Would you like Would you like anything to drink? He goes, I need some water. Get some water. She goes, I'll be right back. Goes to her home house phone. He immediately is he like, vaguely, oh, God. He vaguely <laughs> hears her like, yeah. Hi. No, I know. I'm. I know. I'm not really supposed to call, but we have. He. Someone's here, and he goes. Wait, what? And he goes in, and he overhears like the tail end of her conversation, where she goes. Yeah. No. Like, I'll try and I'll try and keep him here. He's. He says the cops are, after him. If you want to come get him, he goes. What do you mean? And he barges in. We get the fight scene, and it's mean. It's nasty. It's not fun to watch. Yeah. But it's gonna be fun to choreograph. Yeah. Uh. And but this is just straight kitchen she utensils. Dies. He kills her. Yeah, it's like a very bad fight. Or at least leaves her in that situation. I think is at he, this point, how badly is he hurt? He's not dead, but he's not dead. But he's pretty hurt. Yeah. It, it she could, could probably take care of herself. There also is probably like a scene where you're curious and they both kill each other, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then the cops come, and then they walk through and they just see the wife there. Oh sure. So I think that's. Do we want to do that, or do we want just? Oh, the wife is there and the crib is empty. Wife is there, dead. Crib's empty. Oh, because his, his last beneficial act is like, I, oh, I killed both the parents, I have to take care of this baby. I take care. Oh, and it's him just giving man. money to his baby, and the baby doesn't take it, so he just takes the baby. Oh, <laughs> he's trying to give money to the baby? <laughs> he tries to leave it in the crib, yeah. and he's just like, eh. And his little book says, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, fine. Oh. Yep, and that's the end. Oh, gross. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he takes the baby. I think, that, I think that's a really... Satisfying ending. Oh, that's I good. Think, to this. <clears throat> okay, so I like this scene here, the confession scene. That's gonna be yeah. really cool to, to work that in. I think there should also be like, I think we need like another characters in the whole thing, but I don't really know who. I, first, maybe I, one of the other employees can be kind of like. Uh, like I was uh, trying to think of an employee. I was also maybe thinking of the wife having like a mom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and there's yeah. there's that in there somehow, and maybe we could tie the criminal stuff into like a family. Yeah. Crime, um, oh I'm yeah. Sure. Maybe she. Um, no, nah, she didn't marry into it. No, she married a punk. Nah. But she a guy a, that could solve she her money. A nice plan. Yeah, who could solve her money problems? All right. Well, okay. Yeah. So, do you have an idea for a name for this thing? Manslaughter, money, and matrimony. Manslaughter, money. It's a bit wordy. You're stuck on that. Uh, murder, money, marriage. M three. Why marriage? Because it, because. He's doing this as like a I don't I don't know yeah because you find out that she di- she wasn't into his marriage I don't know uh, I, I think this should just crossbow be like, I think this should just be impactful crossbow crossbow bolt nah bolts that I, I think it was a dog yeah but this okay so this story isn't about a bolt and no, it's not really about a crossbow it's about a person who's going crazy uh, or uh, hunt. Uh, no, well, there, gonna, people there, think it's a Mission Impossible movie. Well, there are enough. <laughs> there are enough movies recently. The Hunt, Hunting. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, 
What do you think? Turtle poach. Turtle. I mean that deer that's, stink. That's that. <laughs> I had to cross that out. Um, I'm I'm gonna pick. I I think that the idea, and only because I wrote this word on here, I'm gonna go with just black. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Like I think that if you, although it might not be enough information, but I think that if you if you were to summarize, I can see that this on the poster very the color black. With like, a, with like a crossbow and like a stack of money next to it. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Spotlight but if you it. think about what sums this up, it is just it's just darkness and it's just it's, it's pretty grim. It's a guy going. This is not dark. a good time. Yeah, cool. All right, I like it. Cool, and I will. So we are wrapping up. All right, this thing's called black. All right, for right now. I like that. Yeah. So we will fo- We will open next week with a written scene performed in which he learns that not only did he help her out, but he's been helping her out, and now he's going to be forced to help her out. Yeah. That's going to be easy, because that's only two characters speaking. Yeah, and narration. Finally. Yeah, good. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, finally just do it with ourselves. We don't have to yeah. invite all these hangers on. Oh, man. We good work. everybody who helps us. Yeah, good work for the team, too. Yeah, good work. Yeah. Um, this is so, a good one. So once again... This is talking upstream. What we do is we take a very empty whiteboard and we fill it up with different colors and different words mm-hmm. that will help us remember to write a story that hopefully you guys and somebody else wants to hear. We are Some Nobodies. My name is Dylan. This is Zach. You can find all of our work at www.somenobodies.com. Yep. We have one season of an audio drama comedy podcast on there. We have an ongoing show where we review podcasts and talk about them. We have started a new show where we discuss HBO's adaptation of Lovecraft Country, which is great. That show comes on roughly every Monday, mm-hmm. uh, to be determined, because we only have one episode, two, one and a half episodes. Yeah, out. we're going to publish those every Monday. Uh, every Monday, yep. you can go find those. Uh, we do Talking Upstream every Sunday at 4.30 Mountain. No. 4.30 Eastern. Yes. 2.30 Eastern Time, 2.30 Mountain Time. Yeah. Uh, and then otherwise, just go to the website. Uh, you can find me personally on pretty much any social media at Vorpal Words. Yeah, you can find me anywhere on social media at Noah Body. Yeah. Thank um, you for watching everybody out there. Thank you to Harrison and Suzanne yep. for performing. Thank you for Jared Gleason writing that song you hear in the opening and the outro. It's called Quantum Realm. It's used with permission. Uh, and yeah. then thank you to IBM TV for having us. Yeah, thanks to Mark Lee for paying attention to us. We yeah. like that. Thanks Mark, to I, read, I read every one of your comments even if I don't respond to them. That's true. He does tap on the floor let me know that you have one. And thanks to Miss Kim Calhoun. We appreciate your mm-hmm. support also. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. Tune in next week. We're going to do some more stuff. And now we fade out. Yeah, fade out. Maybe. (laughs) Possibly.